Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redmen TV. I am Bailey Shaw. To my right, your left, is the lovely Ross Charnley. And we're here to talk about Liverpool beating Porto in a game that I half remember because it's sort of merged with a game that's going to go down in history for I a couple don't know what you're talking about Bailey I watched every second of that Liverpool game did you really Ross? <laughs> nope well I, I, I genuinely I buzz in with the result but I feel like it's only half Liverpool's fault <laughs> yeah it's um, it was a map one first half you know Porto came out as we expected them to do yeah um, but they didn't really have a choice um, but you know we was back to the wall and we were on the ropes for a lot in the first half of you know the parts that I do <laughs> do remember yeah um, but it's, just, it's another sign of our mentality of being able to kind of weather a storm I know we, I, okay, we, we rode our luck at times so there's, there's no denying that um, mm. but you know <laughs> come back to mentality again for me we weren't beating we weren't like oh crap this is whatever and it was, it was always going to take that one goal and yeah just to shut them down really and that's exactly what we did yeah no I completely agree mate I think it was a classic case of we didn't really need to get out of first gear and we didn't we, we didn't and we did no. the job anyway and I think we were saying you know we were under the cosh and I said sort of half jinxing it if, if this striker was half as good of a striker as sort of the pundits are saying like oh he's had six and six before this game we'd be in trouble but they just they had a lot of chances and nothing was going their way and I, I wasn't that worried I always felt quite comfortable in the game and I, I, I knew we get one then it's it, it, then it, I think it's all ours. Yeah, it, it's difficult to come across as um, cocky or arrogant, but it's taken since the Chelsea game for me to stop worrying about Liverpool's yeah. performances and yeah. being able to soak up that pressure. Yeah. Um, first of all, we won our first European away of the season because we lost the, the previous yeah. three. Yeah. That was never in the back of my mind at this point. It was kind of okay. Okay, we've got a job to do. Uh, you know, we've shown levels of professionalism. We you know we can defend as a unit when we need to. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I thought we did that. You know, we still rotated a couple of players in. You know, you, you drop Bobby out of that team, and you, and you lose a lot. You know, mm. we always talk about so many facets of his game, and I think one of them he doesn't really get recognised, or certainly by me, um, and other people might do it, is is a hold up play. Yeah. You know, we talk about his link up play and stuff, but sometimes he can just like run deep, mm-hmm. hold the ball for five seconds, and we weren't doing that. You know, yeah. we we seemed hurried in possession, and we were giving away sloppy passes. This is first half. I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was nerves. It was just you know, Porto, I said Porto had to come out and play, and they put us mm-hmm. under pressure. And fair play to him. You know, there's this perception of, you know, we twatted them five 0 as the song goes last season. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it'll be the same again. And it's not. You know, they've got some really good players in there. Ed Militao really impressed me. Yeah. Um, the guy on the winger, the ball guy on the winger, I can't remember his name. Um, I'm not sure because 
Because it was a few games yeah. at once. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot pieces. going on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, they've got outlets and they did put us under pressure. They kind of targeted Trent, who, again, you know, who's just come off the back of, you know, having Eden Hazard running at him. Yeah. He's going to get beat sometimes. You know, you remember he's 20 years old and mm. it, it happened. And Robertson, again, you know, because of the way we play, we pushed, pushed them up forward. There's going to be times where they get beaten. You know, Porto could have, well, probably should have scored, actually. You know, we were a bit of a mess yeah, at, at, at times. Rode all up, but again, you know, it's concentrate, we've got a job to do, crack on. And, you know, when we did get our first shot on target, we scored. We did, we did. Before we talk about the goals, I just want to take you back, obviously, before the game. Uh, and the lineup came out. Remember? No, I know. When the lineup first comes out, and obviously there's a few changes, and then Divock comes up front for Firmino, as you said. Obviously, you said about Chelsea, you're not really asked about um, sort of who we play anymore. Is that. It, it, was that your take on it? Were you sort of like whatever clock, t- whatever team clock puts out now? I've got complete faith in it. That we'll yeah, get I think done. we should all, all learn from that. You know, we always joke about and see, you know, the social media meltdown and stuff, and I've got to the point where I've, I obviously stopped checking it. But you mm. know, Adam Alana was the pinnacle of that. You know, when he came on against Burnley, everyone lost the Reds, and I actually went, "Oh, we should start next week or the next mm. game or midweek game or whatever it was." Mm. You know, Jurgen Klopp knows, knows what he's doing. Okay, you have people that are out of form or they're injured, or you know, I think you can always have. A player that you kind of like don't fancy, mm. which is fine, but we don't see them in training week in week out. So when someone comes out with Divock Origi, and to be fair to him, he's shown he's never going to match the standards of Marne or Salah, but he comes on and he does a job. I've, I felt sorry for him today because he was persistent in his play, yeah. but he wasn't getting any change out of the defenders. Yeah. But again, like, the mentality thing will come back to, and I'm banging on about it now. He, he carried on. He didn't give up. He didn't mm. go. Oh, I'm not getting anything out. Let's all try something different. Okay, mm. he switched inside, but we put Marne out left it at one point, but. You know, this is this is a man where I thought he wouldn't ever play for Liverpool again. He yeah. went to Wolfsburg on loan, didn't work out for him really. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, his attitude is, got, I want to come back and I want to prove myself in this team. And you're thinking, someone a couple of months ago, you think I wouldn't get anywhere near this team. Mm. You know, if he starts or he comes off the bench, fine. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, mate. And th- this was his first uh, European game since that Dortmund game. You know, that yeah. he was so instrumental in that winning and. It, it's so testament now that I think that I'm, I'm, I'm never ever going to sort of doubt the lineup that we put out now. You know, Naby Keita comes in the team out of the blue, completely like after not playing, sort of having any run of form in the team whatsoever, comes in and has, it does brilliantly. Jordan Anderson comes in obviously against Southampton and and revitalises himself in, in that sort of number eight forward slash number ten role. Gets another assist tonight. You know this. It, this season just hasn't ceased to amaze me and it's sort of like this is the last hurrah now for all of these players to come in and say I want to be part of this team I want to be part of this team that's challenging on two fronts and I want to be part of it next season when we're inevitably going to build on the success that we're going to have this season and it's it's really telling to me it's really nice to me that sort of all of these guys that were forgotten men six or seven months ago you know navigator included the amount how much we spent for him so it, it was really nice to sort of see that it all it, it's all working out in the end but anyway talking back to the first goal it took a while to come. Oh, hang on. What's that? VAR. Right, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. Goal, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. so I've got... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just going to have to confirm whether we can talk like, about that. What, what, what is your honest opinion of VAR after seeing that? VAR's not the problem. It's it's the referees or, you know, VAR is essentially just the replay system. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can watch a replay three, four times yeah. and you can kind of go, okay, sound. The Marnie one m- might have been close, but I don't see the point in, in having someone in the studio mm. to go to, to essentially do the referee's job, who he should trust who's kind of part of that refereeing team to say, yes, that was a goal, yes, that mm. wasn't a goal, yes, that was offside, blah, blah, blah. To then sit there for two minutes and go, oh, I'm going to check it, and then it's the emotion thing for me. Mm. I, I know it's worked in our favour this time because obviously we, we scored a goal, but you celebrate the goal and then you stop. Mm. 
and you go, okay, what's going on? It just then? dies away, doesn't yeah, it? Dies, yeah, it dies away, and then you go, okay, okay, now the referee's going to go and check it. The referee's watching it. We've all seen it like 15 times, gone, it's not offside or, yeah. or whatever. Okay, it's a goal, and then you, you, because it's not a natural thing mm. when you're watching a goal, you can't. Okay, you celebrate, but you don't have the same celebration as you would do just watching it off the back of, an, of a normal goal. Okay, it's about the result at the end of the day, and it helps you, it helps you, and you'll you have decisions that, that will, will, will happen to the opposition, and, and they'll get the goal, um, as we saw with Spurs. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just takes the emotion away from me, and I'm right with it, you know. It, it, it's an honest thing, you know, it, it was the correct decision in the end, yeah. I suppose that's the important thing, but I don't see the point in implementing it when. You know, are the referees not trained up on it of mm. what they're supposed to do? Or they don't trust the, the the staff in the team to say yes or no. What's the point in having the other person there? Mm. You may as well just send the referee to go and watch it and go. I'll, I'll check it. Yeah. T- or, or when the referee's waiting for him to do it, go and stand by the TV just in case he says go and check it. Don't stand in the middle of the yeah, pitch yeah, and then yeah. go. Take another oh, few minutes to yeah, get over there. Let me go run over there and go and check it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I completely agree. But I'm. I'm in two minds with VAR because part of me is like I get quite excited. Like I, I'm like, oh, because like, I've seen it in dribs and drabs here and there. Yeah, the but last if that few was, years. if the first like at Anfield was nil nil, mm. and you're sat there and you're going, it's not like we joked about because you're going because we were two nil up, mm. but you, you wouldn't do it was on the other end. No, no, and, and obviously the city and the city Spurs game. Obviously that was City's last try of the game. Graham Sterling gets his would have been hat trick to win the game. And puts City into the into the semi-finals, and obviously it gets ruled off for an offside goal. So that's where I'm looking at that and thinking, right, that's fairly judged. You, 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 otherwise, you would have robbed Spurs of their chance to get to the first Champions League semi-final, and, and the justice is done there. Obviously, it's nice that City didn't get through, obviously, which is, which is great. But it's the justice part of it for me, and I think that that's why VAR's there. And I completely agree. I think that there's parts of the game that it's good. It, it's just the timing. Yeah, it's yeah. the timing, and, and it, it's it's still very very rough around the edges for something that's going to be implemented in the Premier League next season. And it's it's sort of it's very he's sure. Like, is it is it too? Do you not think it's going to be too soon? Is it going to become very tiresome? Because I think that's why I get excited because I've seen it in little pockets, and I thought, oh, this is different. But when it's when it's going to be every single week, it's going to become a, a big drag. But bottom line is we got the goal. Got the ball rolling, like I say, that, that set the aggregate up to 3-0. It was gonna, it was a mountain sort of before we even scored the goal, but that was the nail in the coffin. And we could have just sat, you know, stayed in first gear, but we kicked on and Trent Alexander-Arnold passes an f- absolutely no. sublime ball into Mamatello, who slots it near post. Do you know what the thing with it is, and I think we spoke about this in one of the shows last week, was... We didn't play it today, but you know the, the kind of the Brexit midfield thing, yeah. and people, people don't like it. And, you mm. know, we create so many goals from using Trent and Robbo; yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. And yeah. people, a, a few people suggested putting him in the field. Just yeah. let him play out there because some of the balls, like you know, nine out of ten times he'll reach Salah. Like I, I love his little, little scooped one where he kind of scoops it and bends it round to Salah. But you know, it's just pinpoint crossing. It's, you know, it's it's brilliant. You know. Um, Mo's in the right place good run yeah. and tidy finish you know a couple of weeks ago when we were playing the likes of United and, and Everton he wasn't putting him away but you know we slotted it out yeah no I, I completely agree with that. and that the whole rhetoric about you know Trent Alexander should be in the midfield I, I I couldn't disagree more you know I love I love this evolved Liverpool where the midfield wasn't working because we lost Oxlade Chamberlain we, we, so we've relied heavily on our fullbacks and they've done wonders you know that's what Seven assists for Trent Alexander-Arnold in the Premier League, three in the Champions League. I think he's got a couple of goals as well. Like, what more do you want from a guy? 
who's playing right back of all positions at 20 years old. Like uh, there, there are not enough superlatives to describe how good of a season Trent Alexander-Arnold's had. And he's going to get better. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's an absolute joy to watch him play. But the third goal, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> no, it, too like, many goals. Honestly, it's the best experience watching two games at once, especially when it's an exciting game like City Spurs. But if you've got to do it for a job to talk about Liverpool, don't watch two games at the same time. But from what I remember, Bobby Firmino obviously. It's a header. I think it. Uh, oh yeah, that's the one. Whips the ball in, yeah. and uh, and though Firmino nods it, nods it home but for the I, third. Again, it comes back to that quality and, and development of plays. You know, Jordan Henson's another one that we mentioned before. Those yeah. people that are, you know, that's three lamb- assists, lamb- one goal. Yeah, lambasted by fans for yeah. doing his job basically, yeah. which isn't a pretty job. And he comes on. You know, he's again. He's just a man possessed. That's what he's been with the past three weeks since he's been in that number eight role. He's just gone yeah. taking the game by the, the scuff of neck and going, actually, you know, carry on. And like you said, you know. But basically through anyway. Mm. So, but then it's had that mentality. Go, well, actually, no. Let's just carry on. Let's let's just put this to bed. And you know, yeah. it's it's a winning mentality. It's for just, me. I just love that that we can just trash teams out in first gear. Like it, it's such teams must absolutely. Well, at this point last Liverpool. season, you know, at this stage, well, in the Champions League and the league, you know, we basically had three midfielders. Yeah. Now you're going. Well, we've rested Kate tonight. We brought Jordan Henson off the bench last season. Was the, you know, towards the end was Genie Milner and Hendo who played yeah. basically every game. Yeah. It's going to be better for us towards the end of the season of you know chances of winning games and keeping people fresh, keeping the opposition guessing who we're going to play and what we do. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree, mate. And it's lovely to see Jordan and get another assist. If you want more Henderson content, you obviously did a podcast earlier in the week, yeah. the Henderson loving. So if you oh, want some yeah. more of that good Henderson chat, check that out. But to comp- what's what's better than completing a perfect front three trifecta of goals and Virgil Van Dijk yeah. getting at it. Paul called it in the game. You'll see in the story of the match that like we just need a Verge goal here. And as he says it, Verge nods one home from a corner. Mane flicks it on. What a, what an end to a game. He's, he just did exactly as the song said, doesn't he? You know, yeah. Defending sometimes, you know. <laughs> Literally, he, yes. He just... I just it's just still in awe of him. I've just yeah. watched him every game going... It's sound. He's got this, you know. Even his positioning, where he's just like got a man, he, he like just control people, or you know, he can put the burners on if he needs to. Mm. If, if I don't know, uh, just put it in my play ratings. Why do you bother if you're an attacker? What do you do? You can't beat him in the air. Yeah. You can't go round him. You can't shove him off the ball. Like just at the best, give him a cuddle and go home. Tell your family yeah. that you've, you've had a cuddle. Tro- with like that, that's all you can do. Do a Troy Deeney, get close to him so you yeah. can tell him that he smells nice. Yeah, that, I think that that's the best thing you can do. If you can't compliment him on his football ability, just well, tell him. But, he smells but nice. then again, you know, I know we were in complete control of that game at that point. Anyway, you know, all the teams might just say, do you know what, just stay back because they're going to hit us on the counter because to be fair to Porto, they, they didn't give up. You know, they, they yeah. kept going, they kept going. Yeah, and we went. Ah, no, we're just going to stick our best defender and score another goal. Cheers, mm. thanks. Yeah, no, exactly, and. Obviously, they got they got a goal, but were you were you worried at all when they scored? No, no. no, no. I think it, it was it was pretty much done and dusted. Sort of. Like I said, from the first leg, I felt like we were we were in control, and obviously, even when we drew Porto, I felt it was comfortable. But obviously, you, you can't write off your opposition. But I think. God, watching that game, like that six-one, I don't think we knew we, we thought we were ever going to five 0 them again. You know, yeah. and, and we've just beat them six-one on aggregate. And whilst I agree that we were shaky in that first half, you know, we were. Nowhere but far and away our best, and there's definitely elements to work on. But Barcelona next, yeah. Know. I think you know that first half, particularly with Porto, the way they came out, you know, you're gonna get punished by the likes of Messi and yeah, the scores, yeah. Um, you know, going. somebody to scrub on, but you know, sound <laughs> I said the mentality thing of not, of not giving up and, and being resolute. We've shown this in, in numerous games, and then just going go and put it to bed is mm. another, you know, another side to, to our game at the minute, yeah. No, I completely agree, mate. And it's just, yeah, like. <laughs> I Whilst just, trying to watch a Man City game that was 
bananas. Yeah, I had his absolutely battered. Like yeah. it, it was fully trying to write an agenda. I was saying to Chris, like, who scored? Was it Son had a good game? I think. But um, no, they, honestly, this was a pleasure as always, Ross. And we've got loads and loads more post-match content coming out on the YouTube channel. We've got loads coming out tomorrow on the RedmanTV.com. We've got the final word, the man of the match, the stats and tactics show. Anything you want, anything you need that's uh, anything Porto, Liverpool related, you've got it. We'll give it to you in spades. So thank you very much, Ross, for joining me. It was a pleasure. And we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. <laughs>